Thanks for having me. All right, so I, I dialed up the website here. Let me get it in front of me again. Let's see. Uh, Matt Pulver, and that's P-U-L-V-E-R. Matt Pulver for Athens.com. Matt wife and two of the cutest kids ever. That's some red hair on those <laughs> kids. Is. Big, big heads of red hair. How old are these Thank kids? Uh, three and four. Uh, and the oldest is turning five uh, in a few days. Yeah, I don't, I mean, none of my business, but how do you have time for this? Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> this wasn't on the list of things to do, I'll tell you that. All right, so why? Why, why now? Well, like you covered at the top, um, our, three of our most progressive commission members were drawn out by Republicans. And I, it, it, honestly, it was a sense of duty. Somebody had to step up in that progressive lane to provide uh, some manner of continuity between the commission that was attacked and the one that would take its place. And you understand, I know, because you have your finger on the pulse. Uh, you understand what's at work here. There, there are, shall we say, I think Pete McCommons at Flagpole refers to <laughs> them as outside forces. Sure. Uh, folks outside the community, some of them who are pumping some money in here to they try are. to get some, shall we say, less progressive candidates elected. Mm -hmm. And then you're seeing some of the names qualifying to be on the ballot now. Mm -hmm. Sure. So your take on this. Well, uh, yeah, they, they, they <laughs> this uh, so-called clean and safe mm -hmm. pack, a uh, couple of dog whistles in there, uh, they, they say they've raised like $50,000 and they aim for $200,000 of dark money to dump into like little, like little commission races. Uh, it's, it's pretty astounding. Um, I have to suspect that that money will, uh, you know, be, be leveraged toward me. I'm the progressive running in, in my race. Uh, honestly, um, to quote another progressive, I welcome their hatred. Bring it on. Uh, money is not going to change the minds. You know, I, just a quick interjection here. I'm, I'm just blown away by the, the, pardon the pun here, the progress of this conversation. <laughs> Jared Bailey. Jared freaking Bailey suddenly yeah. is not progressive. What does that say about the state of progressivism in Athens? Well, I, Jared is a lifelong Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I would not. I would argue that I am the progressive. If, if okay, you're, gonna, you're, you're to the left of Jared. Or you're saying yeah, you, yes, okay, I, I, right. I'm, I'm to the left of Jared for sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, I, I'm just. I mean, I'm not, I'm not Vladimir Lenin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just to the left of Jared. Uh, those, Bailey, those, that's clean, all. those clean and safe folks might say otherwise. <laughs> no, they, they, they uh, might. By the way, you, you, you use these. Okay, those are dog whistles. They're clean and safe. I might, uh, for the sake of argument, I might say the same thing about dark money. What's dark about it? it it's money that's legitimately raised and legitimately spend what's dark it's, about it's, the money that these people want to pump into the races in Athens in those sorts of packs it's just difficult to trace that money that's kind of what dark money means um, and you know when I raise money I have to you know file uh, with with the state you know who gave me money uh, a pack of that sort doesn't have to do that so that, that's what I mean by dark mm. money. All yeah. right. Matthew Pulver, as you say on your website, in town for about 25 years. I guess my mm. entry point to Matt Pulver is the work you've done in Flagpole, sure. primarily covering the music scene in Athens. Uh, you mentioned a couple of other things, the United Campus Workers of Georgia, the Economic mm. Justice Coalition. Uh, yeah, you're earning progressive bona fides with those groups. Tell mm. us about your work with those folks. Yeah. Um, gosh, about 15 years ago or so, I got hooked up with EJC, Economic Justice Coalition. Uh, at the time I was on campus, I was doing organizing and activism uh, toward uh, living wages for, for the lowest paid people on campus. Because, you know, if we're going to attack the poverty and income inequality problems in this town, we start with, you know, we start on campus and we move out from there. Uh, and, yeah, that, that's sort of where I got my, my start in, in a world of, uh, you know, economic 
social justice. Uh, great folks, and they're still doing fantastic work. Now, talk about the progress in the effort there. I mean, we still have an alarmingly high poverty rate in Athens. Uh, did, have you made a dent? We've we've made a dent. Um, uh, we've made big strides on campus to to raise those wages and salaries for the lowest uh, paid folks over there. But we also have um, a structural problem. Um, the the economy of Athens is basically like a, a an industry town. Our industry is producing mm-hmm. graduates, right? Right. And what that requires is um, a lot of low paid, historically unorganized, you know, not unionized jobs, retail, fast food, all a lot of a lot of stuff that we have in town. Simply because we have forty thousand students who need to be cooked for and cleaned after, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, it's it's the the solution is both uh, very simple and very complicated. Uh, it's as simple as people need more money in their pocket. That's what poverty means. You don't have mm. enough money to provide for yourself and your kids. But can you, and I want to get to the commission role in this, because you are, after all, seeking Matthew Pulver a seat on the athens Clark County Commission. Is there a commission role? And, and if so, what is it? We can't simply speak wealth into existence, or we didn't used to be able to. Right, sure. Um, there, there, are, there are lots of things we can pursue. Um, and I'm interested, honestly, at this point, this problem is so intransigent in this in this city that I'm all the way from from you know providing um, opportunities for people to organize for better wages um, try, what are the obstacles to organization um, infrastructure you know I mean what what we could really use is a worker center a place a dedicated place for people to meet um, that would that would go a long way toward toward providing sort of the 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 circumstance you know where people could could organize um, but I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested in the whole, the whole gamut. We've, we have a f- 40% of children in this town is estimated experience poverty. I, we have to fix that. And so if, if we have to, you know, in, in, uh, old fourth ward in Atlanta, they're even experimenting with a, U, uh, universal basic income. I'm interested in everything from, from, from that to, to, uh, letting people organize, um, to, you know, um, Asking that that new development um, keep a certain wage level. You know, I mean, we can we can mandate. Well, you can many, ask, but I mean, what can you mandate? Well, you can't mandate, but you can incentivize. Um, you know, we have inclusionary zoning that we're working on, and doing that in a non-mandatory, in a non-incentivizing way. In, in, incentivizing way, right? We the, the 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 mandate lane is has been foreclosed on by the state legislature. Now, I'd like to fix that. I'd like to lobby, you know, Atlanta to to fix that and allow us to have local control. Uh, but they don't seem uh, interested in that right now. Um, but there's, there's, we, we try everything. That's, that's what we need to do. We All have right. to fix this problem. Matt Palver, the briefest of breaks back with more as he runs for the district five seat on the Athens Clark County commission classic to today, WGAU. It's a very, uh, uneven path and you don't always get as much done as you'd like because you're having to compromise with other people and work with other people who have very different ideas. But you got to just keep grinding at it. He's been a commissioner, wants to be a commissioner again. Jared Bailey running for another term in District 5. I was unseated by Tim Denson uh, in the most recent election, 2018. Denson can't run again. Well, he can. He's running for school board, but can't run for re-election to the athens Clark County Commission. So Jared Bailey says he'll run. Dexter Fisher spoke with him a couple of days ago. And in studio with us this morning, the third candidate in that District 5 race, Matt Palver. Uh, start with Jared Bailey. This was not in our discussion, but I think he's on the campus radio station maybe a couple of days ago mm-hmm. and 
it, and I'm paraphrasing what I've read, he said, but it speaks to what is one of your big uh, campaign platform planks. Uh, says Jared Bailey, effectively, I'm not sure the government has a role to play in affordable housing. I gather you disagree. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't disagree more. Um, who else would do it, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, the market. The, 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 but look what the market has done. The, uh, the market the market is going to produce house uh, you know um, student expensive student apartments. Um, I mean, the, mar- the, the government gives us, for example, and I'm going straight to the worst case here, but government mm-hmm. gives us, I don't know, rent control in New York City. How's that working out? Right. Well, we're, we're not talking about that. But what, what the government what the government can do there, there's there's low hanging fruit that we can do like very, very soon, practically tomorrow to, uh, you know, re re uh, to adjust our, our zoning policies to allow for the market, to allow for home builders and developers to build more um, sane housing you know we can we can work on uh, lot sizes and, and and square footage there's a lot we can do in zoning i don't want to get into the weeds mm. by the way we should back up a little bit though and define terms here my definition of affordable housing is a house i can afford i gather there is a more specific definition for these types of conversations right, right. well and, and what i was referring to then uh just now is more sort of like mid-sized housing for middle income folks which mm-hmm. is which is a, another problem right um i mean unless you're i don't know some five points fat cat i don't know how anybody affords to rent or buy anything in this town anymore it's it's out of control um and and we have sort of multiple tiers of that problem people at the at the bottom um at the very bottom need a place to sleep at night um all the way up to sort of middle income people you know, we talked about this before uh, you know did everybody hear that phrase starter house my wife and i were looking for a finisher house right i mean the mm-hmm. last one it downsized from this one moving to that one sure. and you're right as a price point it, it wasn't impossible we found it but it, it took some digging yeah it's i mean it is it's a it's a crisis all the way around unless you are uh legitimately wealthy uh, you, you are going to have a really hard time in this town affording. Well, again, the, the, what what is the commission role in fixing this? Um, th- there's great work already underway. Commissioner Denson and Parker have uh, been working on inclusionary zoning, which is where you incentivize uh, developers to include uh, some number of uh, aff- affordable, lo- low income units in addition to to market rate units. I just can't help but wonder what that's going to look like when it's done, though, and if it's actually going to succeed at the market level. Am I going to buy, and I'm, I'm going to exaggerate some figures here, am I going to buy a $700,000 house knowing that a $200,000 house is next door? Well, that happens That happens in other parts of the country and other parts of the world. I mean, And does it work is my question. I, it, well, it has to work. I mean, otherwise, I mean, we can't remain segregated forever. <laughs> I mean, part, you know, because, you know, this goes back to well, um, I mean, but we organically do. Right. I mean, there's a reason I don't live in, oh, I don't know, Crystal Hills. Sure. There is a there is a value in living um, we, with and, and near people who aren't like you. Um, I think we become if you become too sort of uh, cloistered mm-hmm. and, and, you know, in, in, a, in a rich enclave or very poor enclave, um, you don't get the the the, the richness of life right? and i can agree with that philosophically but but we're talking about government engineering it and there's where that, to me anyway is the disconnect explain Gov- it like i'm five <laughs> government engineering um or or otherwise just rearranging the terrain and the rules to allow for uh the building of homes um, and rental units that make any kind of sense 
I mean, 93% of our residential land in this town is zoned for, you know, single family, mm. you know, homes. That's a that's a vestige of, of old racist stuff when, when white folks didn't want to, you know, have black folks come into their neighborhoods. And, and it makes uh, uh, it's it's eminently reasonable to get rid of uh, a lot of those old racist zoning laws. Oh, and, I, I'm, and this is me being ignorant of history here. How is that a vestige of some era of history? Black folks live in single family homes too. always have. Right. Well, in 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 the 60s, um, when the, the, the Fair Housing Act was was passed and, and other Supreme Court rulings were, um, came down that said, OK, you can no longer have you know racial covenants and you can't like like truly bar people on on uh, along racial lines from living in a, in a community or a neighborhood. Uh, white folks found other means of doing that where they they make it prohibitively expensive for people who historically don't have any money, black folks, uh, in the 60s, I mean, you know, black folks, Dr. King, you know, told us this, right? Um, yeah, they had, they were given the right to vote, but they weren't, they weren't, they didn't have any wealth. Um, and a lot of times now they still don't, they've been kept out. And, uh, and, and you can effectively keep yourself segregated by uh, arranging zoning laws. Uh, I mean, folks back then were pretty crafty. <laughs> they, they knew how to they knew how to keep uh, their little white stuff white. I mean, they they thought about it and they did it. And so again, the government solution would be what the commission level solution would be what? Right. Well, okay. So in in uh, next month we have uh, what's called the missing middle housing study that's going to be coming out. Um, Planning commission says uh, there are so called low hanging fruit. Uh, that are available to us, um, some of which I've I've discussed, w- uh, just retailoring zoning laws to permit uh, the building of different types of of homes and structures. Um, I, I, I'm I'm truly excited by that. I mean, low hanging fruit. I mean, are there are there f- are there fruit all the way up? Let's get all the fruit. <laughs> Matt Palmer, I want to quickly, because we had a couple of minutes left here, get to the more mundane matter, if sure. you will, of traffic. You also talk about fixing things along the Oglethorpe, Tallahassee, Whitehead, and Mitchell Bridge Road corridors. Mm-hmm. What do you have in mind? Yeah, that that's uh, that corridor, that Oglethorpe, Tallahassee corridor is a uh, is a real mess. Um, and there are a thousand beds that are going to be coming in down Tallahassee mm-hmm. uh, pretty shortly. So it's only going to get worse. Um, there's development along Oglethorpe as well. Uh, it's very dangerous. Um, there were, I think, six fatalities last year on Tallahassee. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 unsafe and it's unplanned. It, there's a there, it's just a big mess. People coming out of Forest Heights. Uh, good luck trying to turn left, you know, toward Mitchell Bridge. It's just a mess. And and uh, you know what we can do is we can. Um, and I've been working with Commissioner Denson and Commissioner Hool, um, and and Representative uh, Spencer Fry, who uh, whose endorsement I'm lucky to have. Um, to talk about ways of, you know, lobbying GDOT and, and otherwise pursuing paths to uh, bring some order and safety to that corridor. Uh, again, Matt Palver. My entry point to Matt Palver, as I mentioned earlier, was was his work with Flagpole uh, covering the music scene, primarily in Athens. I always said this about that Athens music scene. It, it's Friday night, Joe's playing guitar, Jim's behind the bar, Saturday <laughs> they swap places. I mean, there's more to it than that, right? <laughs> uh, that's kind of the long and short of it. <laughs> um, but honestly, you know, going back to, uh, you know, yeah, I came here in 96, um, sort of, you know, in the in the glory years of the Athens music scene. Um, but you know, affordable housing has, has done a lot to really wreck that 
that well, the thing lack that made us it, famous. Right, right. The lack of affordable housing, right? Where it used to be you could live close to downtown I, you know, or in downtown. I, I worked in a dish pit on Broad uh, and, and was able to live on Clayton 20 years ago. Clayton Street in, mm-hmm. a, in a loft, played in a band. We had a practice space loft kind of situation, right? That's an impossibility now. You know, you used to be able to, you know, yeah, work, work, work wait staff or work behind a, uh, you know, a bar, uh, live down, you know, some street close to downtown and, uh, you know, be able to go downtown and, and play your music and make your art. And uh, you can't do that anymore. You can't <laughs> live anywhere close to downtown. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I guess there's still a scene. There are still scenes happening where they're happening, but not downtown. Uh, Matt Pulver for Athens.com. Pulver, P-U-L-V-E-R. Matt Pulver for Athens.com. Running in District 5. Again, Jared Bailey, Dexter Fisher, and Matt Pulver. The race to replace Tim Denson, who would like to have you know he is running for a seat on the Clark County School Board. Best of luck out there, Matt Pulver. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for having me.